Hello, welcome to episode number two of the Who's That Girl podcast. My name is Liberty King. I'm your host. And yeah, so today we are going to be talking a little bit about Madonna's early years. Um, I'm going to talk a little bit about where she came from, what happened to her in her youth. Um, Of course, a lot of these stories have been told over and over. Um, either by Madonna herself or various people who have worked for or with her um, who know about her story. Some have been embellished, some have been um, changed, some even whatever I'll say today could or could not be completely true depending on who you ask and what you read and um, where you get your information from. I'm just kind of getting my various facts that I've uh, obtained from the biographies that I read. One of my absolute favorite things to do are read biographies, not only about Madonna, but other artists as well, um, or famous people, or even not famous people. I just, I love, I love to see how the narrative of a person's life um, can affect how they view the world and also how they feel about themselves. Um, or how it can influence others to view the world in a different way. So that's one of the reasons that I just love to read anything that's biography related. But of course, Madonna takes you know the highest seat in my in my book about what kind of um, biography I'll read. And I don't limit myself. I mean, I'll read biographies that are unauthorized. I don't really mind, um, even though I wait with uh, absolute joy to know exactly what Madonna herself will one day say about her life. Um, She has kind of talked about in the last few years how she feels that only she can tell her story, which is absolutely true. Um, I do worry a little bit about how much Madonna herself will embellish or change the story um, to fit the narrative she wants us to know. Um, But because Madonna is an artist, I feel, um, you know, once she said, je suis l'art, I am the art, and truly she is, she's, she is someone that we look at as an art installation, almost the whole of her life that, that she's been famous, it's like she's ever changing, she's ever, um, you know, provoking thought, and this is exactly what art should do, Um, sometimes it's beautiful, sometimes it's not beautiful, but it makes us think, and that's what's wonderful about art altogether. So, um, Madonna was born in Bay City, Michigan on August 16th, 1958, to Silvio and Madonna Ciccone. Her parents actually had met in Texas, which I found interesting, um, at the wedding of one of his Air Force uh, buddies. And I find this to be super cool because, right, I'm from Texas, grew up in Texas, and... Um, live in Texas right now as a matter of fact and yeah I was kind of think of that as a little connection um it's interesting to note as well that um Silvio her father was in the Air Force um I think he was in San Angelo stationed for for a little while but um you can't you know quote me on that um so Madonna was the third of um her siblings to be born to them the oldest uh, being Anthony, then Martin, uh, then came Madonna, and younger than her was Paula, Christopher, and then Melanie. 
Um, they were strict Catholics. They um, went to Catholic schools. And, um, you know, that as we all, most fans know now, that when Madonna was around five years old, her mother um, died of breast cancer, which absolutely devastated Madonna. And in my humble opinion, I do feel like spurred her... Um, her creativity in drive in a way that we can never know. I feel like, you know, as a parent myself today, I can tell you that everything that you do as a parent, it absolutely affects your children. It affects how your children view the world and it affects the ways that your children are able to function themselves as adults or what have you. Um, and I think that Madonna's mother's death, um, her mother also being named Madonna, I feel that Madonna has, over time, you know, really struggled with an identity for herself, even though we all consider Madonna to be relatively self-aware. Um, if you really kind of sit and analyze how she portrays herself and how she... Um, the things that she posts on social media, for example, and I feel like Madonna is one of the most, you know, one of the saddest people ever to live, really, and I feel as though it has to do with the loss of her mother um, and the eventual remarriage of her father to a woman named Joan Gustafson, and Joan, um, you know, becoming her stepmother was very, very difficult for her, and it caused her to really... Um, I think take hold of this view that she she was never going to trust or really rely on anyone you know for her security again I feel like she at some point kind of thought that her dad really didn't maybe didn't love her you know children kind of feel these things more deeply than they can express um but she she could have already made the choice that that she didn't need anybody when her mother died for example we Really, the psychology of Madonna is such that we will never really know. Um, but at any rate, um, after her father remarried Joan in, uh, and they had some step-siblings, there was Jennifer and Mario, uh, they moved to Rochester, Michigan when M Madonna was a teen. And as um, she was one of the little rebellious uh children of the Chaconis, she, they kind of, you know, she was a great student and everything, as, as far as everything that you read, she was a great student, but just, just completely rebellious, like she, you know, had a lot of trouble kind of uh, calling Joan mom, for example, when she was kind of told to, and, um, you know, in a family that size, I can imagine that Madonna probably felt like to stand out, you know, there were some things that she needed to do. She kind of touches on this later, right, in her song, Keep It Together, about, you know, the things that between her, the relationships between her and her siblings. Um, I mean, you know, my family wasn't as big as, as Madonna's family. And anybody who has um, that many people in their family probably experiences things a little differently. So um, her dad was was pretty successful uh, working as an engineer, I believe. And, um, you know, Madonna ended up kind of doing her expressions through dance. And this was her kind of introduction to the arts when she was young. Um, there's an, there's the infamous, uh, her very first films considered at an eight millimeter film in which she has an egg, quote unquote, fried upon her stomach. Um, 
I haven't viewed that film, so I don't really know what that's like. But um, yeah, Madonna is a great student. And as through her dance, she ended up meeting Christopher Flynn when she was a high school student. And um, Christopher Flynn, I would say, is one of Madonna's most influential people that she came across in her early life because Christopher was openly gay and um, he taught her so much about the world. You know, whereas Madonna maybe kind of was growing up in this very strict Catholic household, here she is interacting with somebody who is maybe on the fringes of society in a lot of ways, um, but giving her this vehicle, if you will, to understand that the world is far bigger than... Um, what you see when you are in your little uh, suburban home and I think Madonna really latched onto this something that she could really feel like you know wow there's more in the world than what you know what I see or what we feel um, is just kind of right before our eyes and um, after she met Christopher this is when things started happening for her where he would take her to clubs and galleries and museums and as I said really opening opening her her world her eyes to art to dance to life outside of Rochester um, which I've not been to Rochester so I don't really know what it's like I know that the home um, that she grew up in is still there I have been to her father's home in northern Michigan well not to the home but to the vineyard Chaconi vineyards you can actually visit and you can actually buy wine and now they are actually selling um their wine online to, to many states, which they weren't for a long time. Um, every time I've been, I've been twice, neither Joan nor uh, Silvio were present, but they are, the people that work there are really beautiful and amazing. They're so kind. And I know that they probably knew that I'm a Madonna fan when they were there, but they never, you know, treated me differently, so to speak, because I was a little nervous to express how, why I was there. I'm not necessarily a wine aficionado by any means, but, um, the wine tastes pretty good, I think, and, uh, the hospitality is even better. You can follow them on Facebook at Chaconi Vineyards and is on Instagram as well. So, yeah, um, she was, um, able to receive a scholarship to the University of Michigan in Ann Arbor, uh, which is where she did meet Stephen Bray. I'm not sure if she actually met him at the university or I think a club where that she would kind of go and hang out. Um, but I think upon Christopher Flynn's um, insistence, she really decided to move to New York and she did so in 1978. Um, it's noted that her first job there was uh, at Dunkin' Donuts and when she was dancing for the Alvin Ailey troupe, um, eventually dancing for Pearl Lang. And Pearl Lang was really... Um, where she maybe honed her sort of classical dancing skills, but everyone, you know, got the feeling that Madonna was going to be something. Even these people who, um, you know, were doing different styles of dance really just claimed how beautiful she was, how well she moved, how rhythmical she could, um, she could dance, and um, her talent, essentially. Uh, but she did kind of get into some um, altercations verbally with some of the people that she was working with, Pearl Lang notably, one of those, um, according to some of the biographies that I've read. She did some of her, um, you know, income supplementation with nude modeling, some, did some auditions for musicals, um, and she did get in contact with, you know, artists like uh, 
along the way kind of you know because at the same time right she's moving to New York and I've always been fascinated by this I mean New York at that time you know was probably just incredible I I always think it's got to have been amazing because you know there's all these artists like Herring and Basquiat and um, Burroughs and you know there's these people that are there just like making life happen for themselves right and um, which I think is amazing because it's like this is sort of like can you even imagine a world where Madonna's not famous it's so it's it's weird I guess hard for me to imagine but she she exists but she's not famous yet which is insane um she did um uh, meet the Gilroys who uh, she, with whom she had um some musical um aspirations and she did live with them for a while and a band called Emmy and the Emmys eventually but she ended up uh, doing an audition, you know, she met the Gilroys, was kind of starting kind of things up with them. But at the same time she did, or around the same time, she she did an, uh, an audition for someone called Patrick Hernandez. And Patrick Hernandez was getting famous in, um, you know, his own writer. He might have already kind of been disco famous, right? Here's kind of a song uh, you would know or recognize from Patrick Hernandez. <laughs> And so, yeah, you're kind of getting this feeling, right? Disco, 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 which, um, and when I hear this song, like, it's 1979, I'm thinking about um, France and, and New York, and because Patrick Hernandez was really famous in, in Europe, and or getting famous in Europe, and those who were um, responsible for Patrick Hernandez's fame really were the ones offering Madonna, you know, this, they wanted to sort of groom her into this gamine French, you know, young singer, um, but and so, and they ended up taking Madonna to France and she did some performance with Patrick Hernandez, but she was in misery, um, while there, she just hated it. She didn't like being there. Um, she wanted to get home, you know, she was writing letters to the Gilroy, uh, to, I think to Dan Gilroy specifically, and she was just done. She was just done being in, in Europe and France specifically. Um, and she did end up coming back home to New York. I mean, her new home, New York, and, uh, ended up, making um this movie called a certain sacrifice where she played this girl named bruna and bruna is a character uh i think she's like a i don't know for sure i, I did see the movie in like 2004 i think i ordered it some like some bootleg copy um she plays this kind of dominatrix or something like that and it's kind of a it's just a dark film and it's very you know it's just strange and her acting is that's going to be another podcast Madonna in the movies right but it's not her you know most stellar acting performance and you can kind of hear I'm going to play a little clip you can hear her here I mean, it's nothing special. It's just kind of a dark movie. You could find the clips on YouTube or even the whole film, I think. Um, 
but at that same time, she ended up also getting into a couple of music videos, specifically one that I heard about called Conk, which is just this very, which again, K-O-N-K is the, is the group and that's just weird. Um, yeah, so at some point, uh, The Breakfast Club, okay, so that's the band that she forms with um, the Gilroys and a girl called Angie Smith. Well, eventually Angie kind of gets the boot. Um, and she, uh, and it's kind of like this punk new wave feel, very early New York. Um, and ended up uh, after I think Angie got the boot, they ended up kind of forming, uh, that was when it became Emmy, Emmy and the Breakfast Club and then Emmy and the Emmys, I think. Um, she was, she did kind of fall out or move away from the Gilroy brothers. Um, it was a lot of, it was obvious that she was a star in performance, but she was, it was just like when everything's kind of finished for her, she kind of moved on and she would just leave them in the dust. Right. And, um, she ended up moving back to the lower East side with Stephen Bray. Okay. And we're going to stop right here. I think this is a really good sort of part one of um, the the uh, early start of Madonna's career. Um, in the next episode, we're going to talk about what kind of happened after The Breakfast Club and um, what was really, I think, the, the big moment for Madonna um, in that early, in those early, early days of her in New York City. Thanks for listening so much. Please leave me a rating and um, let me know in the reviews, you know, what kind of things you'd like to hear. I really am excited about this. Okay. Have a great day.